There are some relationships that feel like you're paying them for them to be present. Some relationships feel like they're costing you your self-worth. Guys, 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 happy June. Welcome to the Bear Brain Podcast, where the goal is to rise above it all, stay elevated, create that infinity up your you. I'm your host, Isaiah. And before we go into it, I want to shout out the new Spotify subscribers, uh, Spotify subscribers, Apple subscribers, Patreon subscribers. Welcome to the club. Uh, what's up? <laughs> Hope you guys enjoy your stay. Thank you for being a contributor to this space. And thank you for taking care of this space. I appreciate you. Uh, it's June, y'all. It is June. We are halfway through the year. That's crazy, huh? We're halfway through the year. How do you feel? How do you feel? And I don't know if there's been something in the air or just everybody's going through these transitions. Uh, funny enough, I think it, it's it's funny. I, I understand that we're always going through transitions in life, right? But it seems like there is this mass exodus at certain points in time in the year where Everybody you talk to is going through kind of a similar thing, right? And um, maybe it just happens more frequently than I personally realize or we all realize because when somebody says something, it's like, oh, man, you too? I thought it was just me. (laughs) And, you know, there's a difference between misery, love, and company and just understanding that, oh, man, this, the fact that somebody else is, 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 going through a challenge reminds me that I'm not fully alone. I don't want them to be going through it, but also it's, it's reaffirming that, okay, it's not just me, right? It's not just me. And, you know, I think that opens up a space of like trust sometimes too, and and a deeper bond within the relationships, uh, whether old or new, you know, current, um, and I think that's really, really something to to value because what I think is happening as of late is uh, we're coming to rewrite the narrative around our relationships in general, all relationships. Like it's starting to become a topic of discussion more frequently and more honestly, more authentically and more intentionally where we are saying the quiet parts out loud. I myself <laughs> am a big advocate for that. And, uh, you know, I'm vocal about certain dynamics or certain things that work and don't work, right? Calling a spade a spade and um, kind of seeing things for what they are versus what we idolize. And, you know, I think last week was just an opportunity. You know, I, I, I love... I I say this every episode, and I've been saying it a lot more lately. Man, I really value what I do in the people that come to me wanting to 
just do better or feel better because it holds up a mirror, right? And again, going back to the whole concept of is not just you, it really holds up a mirror in life. And what, you know, the conversations I've had really allowed me to understand that there are a lot of people out here going through the same thing. And as densely populated of a society we are, people feel so alone, so disconnected, so isolated, right? And um, I was having a conversation with someone just recently, and they said something that just really stopped me in my tracks, where it's this concept of feeling like you are paying, like you, you, you're paying, almost paying people to be in your life, right? And it's, it's not a subtle feeling at all. It's actually a very big feeling. And it, it either sits in your chest or sits on your stomach where you kind of understand the dynamics of this relationship heavily relies on you overextending yourself, um, kind of remorphing yourself, uh, reconfiguring to keep people around because people feel like they are running the meter when it comes to being in your life, right? I only have this much time and it's always that it feels rushed, right? It feels like there's not time or effort really allotted to your relationship on their end. It always requires you going the extra mile. And that hurts, right? It hurts. Uh, it, it feels weird. It's exhausting, right? And it usually you know, the people that feel it the most are usually the people who are very hypervigilant, right? Hypervigilant. Um, they are very attentive of their relationships and, and very sensitive in a lot of ways. So you kind of pick up on it, right? And regardless of what people say, man, it's really what they do that really, really attributes to your feelings, right? Somebody can say they love you and it could just be the emptiest phrase you hear, so much so to the point where it's like, I don't believe you and I'd rather you not even say it because what you show me is nothing. <laughs> you don't really show that. You don't exhibit it, right? And when I tell you certain things or I refrain from telling you certain things because it doesn't feel like I have enough space, I'm not allowed to say these things or, or express these things without running the risk of our relationship being compromised, right? And I always talk from an impartial space and neutrality because it's 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 easy for somebody to go around and be like, yeah, you know, you never do this. You never do this. You never do this. And it's like those become demands, right, where it's like, what are you doing and what are you willing to change? Right. If somebody is not kind of showing up in the ways that you need. Are you adjusting the relationship and establishing boundaries or are you still kind of trying to force and control them to be something that they're not and something that they've shown you they don't have the capacity for or something that they don't want to do, right? They don't see the relationship the same way you see it, but you're still trying to force that, right? Because the fear otherwise is that I'm going to be without, you know? This is why I preach accountability, right? Because we could always say that it's the other person's fault. Well, they're not doing this or this is not happening. So now I'm upset. It's like, okay, well, what are you doing about it now? Right? And I think the reason why people are feeling so disconnected in life is just because we haven't really been taught. We haven't learned how to do 
relationships properly, right? I'm really learning that we, the handbook for relationships is not, if you think about it, a lot of it is, is uh, based on tolerance and just kind of like, to some degree, settling almost. And this whole talk of grace, I get so tired of that conversation because it airs on enabling, right? How much grace are you going to give a person to keep taking you for granted? What does that look like? Right? When does the grace stop and being realistic start? Okay? And all of this grace given is just to keep a person in your life or to prevent you from having a tough conversation or making an uncomfortable decision about the relationship because the other person, even though they may not have said it, they continuously behave in a way that shows they don't value the relationship. They kind of want out. Quiet quitting, right? We, we do that in our relationships too. It's like there's this element of neglect or carelessness or aloofness um, or just being flippant, you know, negligent when it comes to the things that we don't really care to have in our lives anymore. And we don't want to say it out loud because nobody wants to be seen as a bad person or no one wants to deal with somebody else's hurt feelings, right? Sometimes we say, well, yeah, I don't want to do that because it's going to make them feel bad. No, it's going to make you feel uncomfortable. <laughs> That's what it is. It's going to make you feel uncomfortable, right? Yeah, it could potentially make the other person sad, but it could also potentially not. They cannot care. So you're kind of thinking about yourself in those spaces, correct? Um, it's so, and sorry if I'm jumping around, but like, you know, my mind has just been chewing on this for a while, right? Um, you have to explore what determines a healthy relationship that I feel safe in. And again, the only way you can truly determine that and recognize it, it is if you yourself are also uh, incorporating healthy behaviors and practices into your own personal relationship with yourself, right? I think it's very easy for us to, to treat people with love and kindness, right? In the grand scheme, right? We could treat somebody like the best thing in the world. Tell them how much they mean, how important they are. Uh, go out of our way to prove that. And then when it comes to ourselves, we, we kind of, it doesn't happen, right? We believe words of affirmation don't mean anything yet and still we'll tell somebody else how much they mean to us. It's like, why does it work for them and not you, right? It's important to just recognize and understand how do I define relationships what am I afraid to express? Because again, I run the risk, you know, and pay attention to those relationships that seem like you got to pay for them to be around. It's like, you you know, you're, you're paying for friendship almost, right? Or you're paying for this relationship. I got to do A, B, and C. I have to not talk about my feelings. Um, I have to constantly be be around at this person's convenience, right? I always have to go the extra mile physically or figuratively to keep this person in my life because otherwise I understand that they are not going to meet me halfway, 
So I'm always paying, right? I'm, I'm like paying to have them in my life, right? Uh, I, I watched a movie. It was a horror movie, but funny enough, there was this one scene where, and I don't know why this is a thing, and maybe this is just how high school kids are, but there's always the stereotype of like, you know, the friends only want to hang out with you if you have drugs or, you know, some alcohol or, or, you know, you got a cool pad and it's like, oh yeah, now we're, we're, we could be friends now until that thing runs out. And I see adults do it too. It's, it, it becomes, it's just a, a very transactional kind of space, right? Where you feel like I have to always offer something up to you in order for you to be in my life, right? I'm always on borrowed time with you, right? Because you don't make time for me. You don't make space for me. So I always got to do this dance of what can I offer you? It's kind of like, you know, treating people almost like deities. You know, I have to give you, offer you a sacrifice of some sort in order for you to be present, right? I always have to do something, right? And we talk about currency, right? Although relationships are not transactional, there is a level of currency involved. Your emotional currency, your mental currency, right? Even your physical currency. How much are you expending to keep somebody around? Because I can honestly tell you, y'all, anyone who makes you feel like you have to pay them in some way, shape, or form to keep them in your life is not worth the cost, is not worth the cost. And yes, it will feel uncomfortable when you recognize that, right? When you finally take a step back, and this is something that I continuously do, I don't do it as much anymore just because I've come to understand, you know, acceptance, right? Radical acceptance. If I feel a certain way about a situation or a person, it's a reason for it. I've noticed a pattern, right? I noticed a pattern behavior or I noticed a shift, okay? And I may not know exactly what the causation of that shift is. I can communicate, hey, this is how I feel, you know, whatever. But again, going back to communication, communication doesn't work if there isn't a level of conviction and comprehension involved in both parties, right? The willingness to understand. If that's not there, me communicating doesn't mean anything because the person could be like, oh, yeah, you know, everything's cool. No, I just got this going on or whatever. And they continue to do the same thing. So while you are communicating one thing, you are also communicating to me something completely different, right? And when I start to recognize and listen to the different communication, I can now understand what's happening, right? And that's how you kind of learn to trust your intuition and build that whole process up, like leaning into your intuition and be being more in tune with yourself, aka being more self-aware, is when you don't reject those pings that come up because it's information, right? There's a difference between paranoia, right? And, and, and kind of having this, um, this self-limiting belief and that too can get in the way. And I think that happens early on when you haven't really been working through things or you don't have a, a positive environment that's reinforcing the, the opposite, you will kind of be very sensitive to everything so much so that sometimes you push people away who are looking to stay but then there are other times as you progress and as you understand what relationships feel like you understand yourself a little bit more 
you become very in tune with how people behave. You become very in tune with how you behave, okay? And a lot of times the thing is we don't want to feel the feeling of that fear that this person doesn't value me or this person's going to leave, right? Or this person's not here. They don't want to be here, right? We have a hard time sitting with that feeling. It's just a feeling, but it is a very uncomfortable feeling. So it's understandable. But if you sit with that and you just accept, hey, you know what? This is how I feel. I don't feel like I matter. Yes, they said certain things, but you know what? They continuously show me something else and it hurts me. It scares me a little bit because this might be the reveal that this relationship doesn't really um, work for either party, right? What do I do now? And what do I do now isn't coming from a place of helplessness. helplessness. What do I do now comes from a place of action and accountability, right? What happens next? Because you're going to go broke and <laughs> trying to keep somebody in your life who doesn't want to be there, right? And so broke that when you show up into your new relationships, you're fragmented, right? You're all these bits and pieces. You don't even have the emotional um, wealth of yourself, the mental wealth of yourself, right? To show up in a relationship and understand that, hey, I matter too. A friend of mine said that to me last week. You know, we were having a conversation. A friend of mine said that to me last week uh, while we were talking. She was like, hey, guess what? You matter too. And just to hear that, you know, sometimes we, we, we're doing so much. And to just hear that and remember that, hey, I matter too. Right? Sometimes you, you worry that, okay, me having a feeling is going gonna, is gonna to run this person off. I shouldn't have this feeling. So you downplay right? You condense and minimize yourself more and more in order to keep somebody around. And it gets to the point where you don't even know when they're going to come around. You just want to always make sure that you're available for them when they decide to be present. And it's never usually for you, right? It's for them. Relationships are investments, but they are not something that you have to pay for. Remember that. And I also want you to understand some people may not want, they may not want the relationship. They may not want the love that you have to offer. And that's something you have to be okay with too. It doesn't mean that you are not desirable or wanted. It just means that they don't want it. And them not wanting it could be their own stuff, right? Their own fear of rejection, their own construct of what, you know, healthy relationships look like. And apply all, like I say all the time, this could apply to family dynamics, this could apply to romantic partnerships, it's definitely apply to friendships, right? Because what I'm starting to realize is, is, is friendship is so fickle when you are doing it right. I don't want to say it's fickle. The ability to find solid relationships that aren't just based off of how long you've known a person, right? Aren't just based on the, the, uh, the what can this person do for me or how convenient it is. Like solid relationships that kind of transcend all the superficial levels are very rare. Very rare. 
and we only understand that for ourselves. That's our own journey. Some people never get it, right? Because they'll go through life and be like, yeah, you know, no one's here when I need them or et cetera. And it's like, well, what kind of friend are you you or have you been? Well, you know, I don't really reach out to people, um, but they should know that I still love them, right? Relationships don't exist on assumptions. They can't be sustained on an assumption that somebody should just know. Right? You don't go to a job and the boss is just expecting you to know that you'll eventually get paid. It's like, no, you know, every two weeks I'm getting paid. And there's tangible evidence of that, right? Relationships, we, we have to understand that we are dealing with people. We're not just dealing with ourselves. We are dealing with other people. We're plants. We need to be watered, right? And somebody requiring water and sunlight from you, the quantity may look different for who they require it, how much they require from someone else and vice versa. We all have to also take a look at ourselves too, right? Certain relationships, you don't have a a certain level of sensitivity that you apply in other relationships. Why? Because the connection is just not there. It's not that deep for you. And I firmly believe that we don't really choose who we care about. We just end up caring about the people we care about. And I always say love to me is not a choice because if love was a choice, we'd probably make better choices in terms of who we love. We probably wouldn't stay in unhealthy situations as long out of love, right? We'd make better choices. Okay. So that's why I don't believe it's a choice. And I think when people say that sometimes it kind of really waters down what love actually is, what it means to genuinely care about somebody outside of just what they can do for you, outside of, uh, you know, just how happy they make you, right? I think when you truly care about somebody, you truly love them, it's like this person has hurt me, they've done some things, and I still love them. And while I love them, I am learning to love myself, and that looks like me probably leaning away a little bit because I understand this person, even if they do love me and they say that, they are not loving towards me. Relationships shouldn't cost you your peace. Relationships shouldn't require you to be in pieces, right? Your relationship should show up to make you whole to put the pieces back together, to help build a stronger foundation. That's the goal, right? Not take up bits and pieces away from you and keep chipping away or just not present when you're in pieces. And that's a thing too, right? It's, it's the people that are, they're only present when it's good for them. Like when they have things going on, you know, they have all the time in the world for you because it's your time that they're taking when it comes to you needing that in return, they can't be bothered. And it's a consistent thing. No relationship (laughs) that costs you your self-worth is ever worth it with anybody. So... Just take a look around, yes? Take a good look around. Take a good inventory. And I know it may be uncomfortable to have that realization, but I'll tell you what. 
give it a minute. When you start to take a pause and you allow those feelings to process and you think about what's happening, you start to regulate yourself a little bit. What does that relationship start to look like? Something to think about. What is it going to cost you to have a healthier relationship with yourself? All right. Just things to think about, y'all. I hope this all made sense, of course. You know, my mind's just been going. There's a full moon. There's June gloom. <laughs> you know, it's pride. Happy pride. Uh, I, I saw there was, a, <laughs> there was something I saw on Instagram. And she pronounced the uh, LGBT like a... Um, like a French word and it was so hilarious it was adorable but uh, you know just shouting out and, and bringing awareness I think it's cool so to everybody listening out there you matter yes and just take it a day at a time alright coaching is available if you want to sign up and book a session uh, you can get the coloring book um if you've ordered the coloring book, they are coming. It was just a delay on shipment because I got a lot of orders in. So I'm just uh, cranking them out. So thank you for your patience. Yes. Um, yeah, and I want to take my time signing them and, and getting them out to you guys. So yeah, with that being said, take care of yourselves. Take inventory of yourselves. Take care of each other. Remind somebody that they matter and show it. Yes. All right. Take flight.